0: PHNX Coyotes Podcast. Look at that. See, this is what happens when Leah's not here. Yep. I'm not ready. It's the PHNX Coyotes Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Petey, along with Craig Morgan, and Sean behind the Mac. But there is no Leah today. Petey, are we live? We are not live today. We're pretending it's Thursday. Happy Thursday to everyone. It's not. It's actually Wednesday. And, And the reason this is, is because half of this staff... And unfortunately, not the cool part and the cool half of the staff. Craig and Leah are flying to Australia.
1: And for some reason, people need to get prepared for that. Yeah. Well, this is good practice, actually, not knowing which day it is for Australia. <laughs> is. So.
0: They're actually, it is. It, I think you guys might be in Australia right now.
1: That's a, ah, I don't understand yeah, I don't time zone. So it's like the Twilight Zone. So, but, it's so like your car. You have no idea where I your no idea. car that's is. A, you that's, a story. that's another story.
0: We're going to get into that on Friday, by yeah. the way. That's a Friday story. not a, Not a Thursday story, even though it's Wednesday. So today... We thought with with training camp literally Which upon is us
1: Thursday, even though it's Wednesday today. Correct. Got it. And in Australia, okay. it's Friday. Okay. All right. Go ahead.
0: But we thought camp is upon us, and we're talking about all of the the wonderful players that are going to come out of this training camp, and some guys might make the team we're not expecting. We got Col- Cooley against Keller. Who's going to be the guy this year? So we thought it would be a great time to reflect and go back in the history of this franchise and, and come up with the best roster and the best players in. Arizona Coyote history. This does not include the Jets. So, Phil Housley, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. Dale, Dale Harchuk. You're off. Tomas Steen. He's not there.
0: Nope. So, w- what we decided to do is come up with the list, Craig and I, and we, we, we excluded Leah because, well, she's not here. Honestly, Leah didn't want any part of this, no, let be honest. She was so. born after most of these players right. played. So, right. that's the concept we're going to go through, and we're going to start with the forwards, and we'll start with the wrong set because we're going to start with Craig's
1: list yeah we go as you can tell there's going to be perfect harmony in these choices so fine I, we're just doing this okay i'm going to go with my top line i don't think anybody's going to argue with the top line of keith kachuk jeremy roenick and shane doe nope. no i i don't think there's going to be any dispute from that, any coyote fan ever that part should be unanimous uh yes clayton keller i feel has already risen to this level even where, though he's
0: active player right now yep
1: he's okay. an active player which is saying a lot um clean killer has my second line left wing uh and I put Danny Breyer. Danny Breyer, Kind of a thing. shocking pick. It it was a shocking but Sean likes it, obviously, because he, <laughs> yeah, Claire, he really went on to much him. greater stardom in Buffalo, should have enjoyed that stardom here. If they had seen what was coming with the NHL rule changes, which they should have seen coming, but that's another story and I digress. At any rate, Danny But Brierre, when you when you look at Danny though, yep. he's
0: way down on the the ultimate scoring, but on the, he's twenty third in the all time scoring list yep. of Cody forwards or players, not forwards. How does he still crack?
1: Yeah, you're talking L- longevity matters. It's it, it's a factor here, right? I do consider it. But Danny Briere was breaking out. He was about to break out. He had that sixty point season with thirty two goals in two thousand one, two thousand two. He was showing signs of being an elite center. So of course, the Coyotes traded him because we yes. know they don't they like don't elite need centers center. yes. here in Arizona. So that's why he's on my list. And and the guy on the right side still, I think I think hardcore Coyotes fans understand. Just how much redeem Verbadà did here? He was incredibly productive, so much so here than in his other stops in his NHL career. For some reason, he just fit with the Coyotes, and of course, he had that incredible 35 goal season in 2011 12 when they. Went to the western conference final
0: it's funny when you talk about redeem verbata he's a player that it, it excelled here in this franchise he had opportunities in tampa he played in other locations he just didn't play like he did here And he's fourth all-time in arizona coyote history in points mm. like he was such a valuable offensive tool and he had some some problems with some injuries and stuff through the, some of the playoff runs but but and when I say playoff runs, I mean playoff appearances, not runs. It's not a fair term. <laughs> but but he definitely belongs on this list. If not just for his shootout attempts and ability to add points to this team, just by
1: his shootout performance alone, he should be on this list. Yep. The We even call it now, when, when Christian Dvorak was doing it, we were calling it the reverse redeem. Yeah. yeah, because he's, he's still one of the all-time leaders in shootout percentage in history. In the history. league, history. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Jumping to the third line, another guy that his name is probably faded in Coyote's history a bit. I did a story on him a a couple years ago. can't even remember which outlet because they change so often. But Ladislav Nagy, you talk to the people that played with him, Shane Doe and Mike Johnson, any of the guys that were with him. Mike Johnson was on his line. They just talk about in, how incredibly skilled he was, and there were a couple seasons where you really saw it coming. He had the fifty-seven point season in o two o three, and then unfortunately injuries shortened the o three four season. But he had fifty-two points in fifty-five games that season. Fifty-six points in fifty-one the next season. That's unreal. Yeah it's injuries really that derailed Laddie's career because this kid was incredibly skilled. You, you got to see him up He was places.
0: a high skilled guy that you thought was just about to break out and he was a younger player. He played with Michael Hansus, his countryman and friend for a long time. And they were a great d- duo on the ice. I I thought he was the next great thing here for the Arizona Coyotes. Mm-hmm. and you're right. He had some severe injuries. He, had a, a, he broke his wrist in St. Louis. Yeah. I was underneath the bleachers in the locker room and I could hear him scream from the ice. It was that. Oh. It was so definitely loud and painful but what a Wonderful player this kid was. He was so good. He absolutely belongs on this list.
1: I know you're going to comment on the the rest of my lineup at some point. Ray Whitney wasn't here for very long. Ray Whitney absolutely made an impact on this team. Again, we talked about that 12 o- team. um He was the he was on the top line with Marty Hansel and with Redeem Verbata. So I put both of those guys on this third line. Marty Hansel to me always was the perfect third line center. um That's that's the role I thought he should have filled all along. They just didn't have the the depth above him. But when when you look at what he does, um, a really good defensive center could match up against the big centers in the Pacific Division at the time. A good face-off man. A guy who created space for his line mates, which he did so well for, for Bata and Whitney that year. He's my third line center. Ray Whitney, because of the two really good years he had, he climbed to the third line right wing for me. I don't know how you feel about you this. You know, Go for ahead. Hansel,
0: Hansel's third in all time games played in, in Arizona sweater. And to your point, when he was healthy, he was absolutely elite. And yeah. I think he is the guy that gets unnoticed in Coyotes history because of those injuries, and he was never able to it's put criticism those because of those yeah. injuries. I mean, and, and people did, call him
1: Man of Glass. Which I mean, if you look at the game he played, he, he played he, he can, played can hard. Up? He
0: got to the net hard. He was a physical player. And so I think. It's unfair to say those things, but as hindsight always does, if he could have stayed healthy and kept his core and his back in, in shape, I'm not sure where this guy would have ended up. I think mean, He was so physically strong. He was big. He got to the net. He could kill penalties, mm-hmm. but he could also be in the net front on the power play. He, he was a versatile guy that could play all sides of the puck. I think he absolutely belongs on this. For Ray Whitney, if, if this was just the best players, Whitney's on the team. Yeah. Um, The one thing that does is his knock. It's not a knock. It's reality. He just didn't play all the games here. He 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 came here at the right time in the right mix with the right players to be without Ray Whitney. This team doesn't do what they do in 2012. Yeah. No question. Because he carries verbata and Hansel and makes them much better. Um, So Ray Whitney uh, on a standalone performance belongs on this list, but we'll get into longevity.
1: Okay. In a minute. Yeah. And then the fourth line. you, You see another couple active coyotes at this point and and listen. We have to acknowledge the elephant in the room here. Coyote's history is not littered with superstars, right? And yeah. you start looking at... This is the not the Montreal Canadiens list. No, no. And and even, even if you look at teams that have been around around the same amount of time, uh, if you compare it to the Colorado Avalanche for... for it, example, you're probably going to find a, a more, more star studded lineup right. thinking you'll find for the Coyotes. So you have to take all that into account. But, you know, we, you and I were talking about constructing fourth lines um, and maybe constructing a fourth line that fit the role of a fourth line. Well, Damon Lankow, first of all, in the middle, another guy who I think was really underrated in his career. Shane Dillon will rave about this guy till the cows come home and he knows something about cows. Um, <laughs> Damon Lankow was a terrific two-way line. center. Um, he was. Surprisingly productive from a a point standpoint as well, but he can fill this role perfectly to me. Lawson Kraus, of course, big body who can move well, is responsible defensively. And then and I figured, you know what? I'm not going to complete this by having it be an entirely defensive line. I'm going to give them some spark on this line so they can create offense. So with what Nick Schmaltz has done the past couple of seasons, nearly a point per game player, I made him my fourth line right wing.
0: It's interesting because you did go with more current guys. Mm-hmm. And the Nick Schmaltz one to me, we've talked about parts of his game. He is 12th all time in scoring by anybody that's ever put on a sweater here in Arizona. So does he belong in the top 12? 12 forwards we'll 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 see how how that ends up but i I don't have a problem with there. damon lanko is an interesting one because lanko if you think of the top 12 forwards of all time in this franchise and you go damon Mm lanko really like does he belong on the list the answer yeah he's 13th in scoring all time but he gives you something that most of the players on this list don't do he's got that dig in grit bite that side of the game that I think you need to be successful. So I I agree with Damon Lankow on this list. Can you tell us your extra forward? Well,
1: there they are right on the screen for you. Um, Dallas Drake, who we saw yesterday, actually. They did. I didn't recognize him. He just came out
0: of the mountains and the bush.
1: Daly Drake was a a grinder, right? He he got to play with some good players on occasion, which probably helped his career a little bit. But he's a guy that gave you a lot. He gave you maximum effort at all times. He was a responsible two-way player. So I figure he he deserves a spot here. Craig Janney, I know you love Craig Janney. He was a, an incredibly skilled guy. I thought his production level while, when he got to Arizona was a little too low to put him in my top 12, but he certainly deserves a mention. And then Mikel Bodker, who had some good seasons. I know they had hoped that he would take the next step. I remember when Newell Brown put him on the power play and he, he was they were trying to make him more of a focal point of this team and he never just quite rose to that next level. Where they thought he could be a star player, but he was a productive player for the Coyotes. Certainly a skill player. I think they used to call him Quadzilla, right? Because yeah, his, his
0: legs were massive. They were yeah, literally yeah. tree trunks. When you saw him in a pair of shorts, you're like, buddy, how do you walk in those things? Like they were
1: <laughs> massive.
0: Like yeah. he was so strong on his skates, and he, he helped him
1: in corners. And things yeah, like and, that. And yeah, his yeah.
0: speed was elite, yeah. and you saw what he did in the 2012 playoffs. He literally pushed the team over the mountain with two overtime goals against in Chicago. Chicago. Yep. So I, I don't know, I have a problem with that. But let's go up to Petey's forwards here. And these are the right pairs now. Now, the same top line, Kachuk, Roenick, Don, we're all in agreement. I I, I don't see any change. Second line, I kept Keller and Verbot on the second line, but I did put Craig Janney there. And Craig Janney's numbers are not elite. He was limited also by his ability to play games here. He didn't play a lot of games as a Coyote. But what he did do at that time when this team was just getting here to the Valley, he made Keith Kachuk better. He was the guy that Keith Kachuk always said, just get me the puck. Mm -hmm. And that's rule number one. Well, Craig Janney understood the rule.
1: Yeah. And rule number two was? Don't forget rule number one.
0: Yep. And Craig Janney knew the rule and he fed him the puck. And he was such a versatile setterman that didn't always get the glory um, because of what Keith Kachuk and Jeremy Roenick were doing at the time. But I got Craig Janny on the second line. My third line, surprisingly, Nagy hands on Whitney stays the same. Mm. I agreed with Whitney, even though he had played few games. He was such an important piece to this playoff run, and his off ice and um, on ice both made this team better. The fourth line is where we jumped a little bit. I did punish Lawson Cross for not being. He's still active and still current. So I put Dally Drake in this because if if you haven't seen Dally Drake highlights, Dallas Drake highlights, my goodness, you need to. Because you know how Tom Wilson, right now, when he's on the ice, everybody knows it. When Dallas Drake was on the ice, buddy, you knew it. Like he was scary out there. Like he Mm. was physically, it wasn't as big as Tom Wilson, but man, could he hit. He was such a physical presence on the ice and he played maybe a little bit on the side of dirty, but it was was a player you want on your team, especially on your fourth line, um, because he was also a good character presence guy in the locker. And on the other side, a name we haven't mentioned yet yeah. was Mike
1: Johnson. He's literally the next guy on my yeah. list. Yeah. Like and Mike that's, a, Johnson, that's a tough one for me.
0: Mike Johnson, it's funny because he was, at one point, he was the most valuable player on this team. Yeah, Like when he was playing with, with Lane and Nagy. Like Johnson was a very gifted guy here. He played a lot of his career in Toronto. But here in the desert, he was exceptionally good. Like he was very good and kind of a forgotten player. So I put him in, the, in that list. And then on my extra line, I've got Krauss and Bodker, just like you. But in the middle, I threw in a surprise pick. I threw in Antoine Vermette, a guy that could take faceoffs well loved in the locker room. And I always tip my hat to 2012. So that's my forward list. Mm. And you know where you could watch those if they were playing back then? If it existed back then, you could watch all those games on Fubo TV. Cause Fubo TV is the what go-to. A Fubo TV is your go-to for all things streaming and streaming television. That's Fubo, F-U-B-O. Watch all your favorite college football because they've got college football on there. So you can watch your favorite college football. Watch NFL. Why? Because the NFL is on Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash, and this is important, P-H-N-X. That's www.fubotv.com slash P-H-N-X to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro and this is what I think Craig did when he compiled this list. He was on his OGs because he is clearly out of his, just a little bit too chill for making his list. But so we all enjoy our OGs around here, and it's all about, all about the flavors with OGs and their, uh, their, their gummies because their flavors are elite. And now you can buy those in a multi-flavor pack, which you can get all your flavors in one place with OGs. And, and I tell you what, since my CBD THC journey, uh, OGs is included in that. And I, I, I have to say, big big thumbs up to my OGs. Check out our friends at OGs, Brands for Yourself. Try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all social medias at OGs Brands. That's O-G-E-E-Z for you Canadian listeners. And online at OGsBrands.com to find them at local dispensary near you. You must be 21 or older to enjoy let's go right to Craig's defenseman okay but I think we're probably gonna because this list is so much shorter yeah so I think that we're gonna have some more in common
1: here but you never know
0: So let's hit your defenseman
1: we're probably gonna agree on the top pairing anyway with Keith Yandel and Teppo Newman in there yeah Teppo Newman and the repo man the repo man
0: Yep. I I put him as the number one defenseman here all time sorry and I know Keith Yandel offensively can have something
1: to say about that Teppo Newman unbelievable smooth just smooth everywhere on Mm -hmm. the ice dependable And and a captain, one of the captains of this franchise as well. Um, So I I don't think there's much argument there. And and I think those guys pair well together. Tebo could protect Keith, right? Mm -hmm. He could protect his riverboat gambler style that Shane Dunn described it as. On my second pair, speaking of protecting guys, this this would allow OEL to play a little more offense. I have Oliver apgen Larson, and then Zibidik McCulloch on my second pair. Z! I moved him all the way up to the second pair. You look at the games played. He's among the leaders in this franchise in games played. He he was here a couple different times, obviously, and for a long time, just a defensive stalwart and a guy who sacrificed his body. Yeah. My God, he sacrificed.
0: Elite warrior. Yeah. 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 Craig, I I will say this. Of all the players that have ever played here, no one, and I mean no one, and that's from the day they got to the Valley until currently that sacrificed their body and played with injuries more Mm. than Zabennick McCulloch. And you know what? Never never said a word this kid was the he led by example he kept his mouth shut he, he'd barely be in the training room. he played yeah. with a broken foot yep i remember like the, that
1: what a warrior yeah unbelievable I remember the interviews without his teeth He's still in the valley, by the way. He's he's a a really good man. And then my third pair. My third pair, I got Jovo, who was here for some some key years. The Um, Jovo cop. Yeah, he was a he was a stalwart defenseman. Obviously his best years were were elsewhere, but he was still a very good defenseman, and I like his role here where you can limit his minutes at this point in his career. And I've got the hammer alongside of him, Nicholas Yalmerson, who is still the best defensive defenseman that I have ever watched in my life. Obviously, again, a lot of those years came in Chicago, but when he first got here, he was still elite defensively. The, the way he suppressed shots and the way he played in the defensive zone, you just don't see many players with that sort of ability.
0: Yeah, and I think with, with Hammer, don't tell Rick Tockett because he didn't like the way he moved the puck up the ice, but Hammer is is one of those in his Zemanik mode that I think you don't win with all players like
1: that. Yep, I agree. I, I know how important he was to the Blackhawks three cups. And your extra pair. Yep. I've got Yerky Lume, Yerky. who I know you're going to talk about a little bit more, and then Debo, Derek Morris uh, on the pair who is also in the Valley, doesn't talk to us much. But yeah, well, he said he wouldn't talk no, to No, he did. Can. He's told he's us right. on breakup day. Yep. Yeah, but yep.
0: Derek Morris is, is an interesting guy, and we'll get to it. Let's go to Petey's defenseman to see what that list looks like and I I agree with you Yandel and Newman and Teppo Newman is the smoothest defenseman this franchise has ever had in his ability to skate come out of the corner with pucks get pucks up the ice and also even play an offensive role he is the number one defenseman as a captain in this franchise Tepo Newman and Keith Yandel elite. We know what he is. OEL, we've seen him. I put Yurke Lumi on my second pair, and I know he's kind of one of those forgotten defensemen because even though he was a little more slight, he could defend. Like, he yeah. was a really good with the stick. He was good on both ends of the ice. I think his personality was great. Guys like playing with him, for him, and around him. I've got Yurke Lumi in my top pair. and with I've got my third pair, the same as yours, Jovo, and... Uh, Nicholas Yelmerson and with Ed Jovanovsky, that guy competed. And yeah. hey, I, I'm not, I'm the first guy to sit here and say defensively, man, he made some errors and bad reads, but it wasn't because of lack of effort, man. When he was, he was a bull at mm-hmm. times when he, when you got his ire up, look out. Because he could be dangerous. He was a bigger guy. He was a big guy. And man. He, could be, he could be more physical than people gave him credit for, even uh, with his offensive skills. And in my extra pair, I cheated a little bit. I gave three I because there are guys I couldn't leave off. I couldn't leave off Mo and Z, but Z for all the things you mentioned. And I added a third one. I thought Jacob Chikrin, even though there's a little bad taste in my mouth right now for the way he left the organization, when you look at the points and what he was able to do in his brief stint here, um, even with the injuries, I think Jacob Chikrin belonged on that list. So I added an extra yeah, defensive. you, cheated. So, you, you go, cheated. so it's illegal. Okay. Yeah. And my name is Pete. So okay. that would be it is. illegal Pete's. So it, when you're looking for a snack, you got to go to illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's. But, not, but we've always talked about illegal Pete's. Why do I like illegal Pete's? Because I don't like to wait for things. Illegal Pete's. I walk in. I get my food. I'm sitting at the bar. I'm watching sports in minutes. Phenomenal food. Phenomenal drinks. At the bar watching sports in minutes. There's...
1: There's so much on that menu. Like I keep exploring, like Funny. I love, love their bowls, love their queso. We, we get their, their food wine. here all the time.
0: Oh, I misheard you.
1: Sorry. I don't even want to know what you thought you heard. <laughs> we'll keep that to ourselves. But that, you know what I've been doing lately? Like <laughs> what? with their meats, you know, they bring our meats in. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna just lay out yeah. a tray of chips. And try pour those meats over the top, get really? some salsa and guacamole. Creative. I've got my nachos and right there. You can there. do that. You can be creative like oh, that. Buddy. There? They like, yeah, you be can. You can do anything. That, and someone literally said that to me one time when I was asking, my head, like, hey, could I do look, We can do whatever you want.
0: Well, with Leon okay. here, we don't have to talk about the queso. So that's good. But Illegal Pizza is your go to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour from 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pizza, the go to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. For 28 years, illegal Pete's. And next, Shady Rays. We talk about Shady Rays, and I have sincerely tried to sell these to to Nick Bugstead, and he said, "Well, you know, I don't like to spend a lot of, I mean, I a lot of money on myself." I said, "Buddy, Shady Rays is your go-to. You can have a different pair for every suit." But his suit game's not very good either. You should <laughs> say that
1: to to taking abuse. Here I know. Right well, now. he's not here. Well, he's
0: probably listening though. But some of those guys, they need a pair of glasses with every suit. What better place to go than Shady Rays because they have such a large selection. You can match every single suit with your Shady Rays. They're exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code. What? PHNX. Of course, the code is PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades, the rated five stars by over and two people now the most important position on the ice let's get to Craig's goalies and on the same slide I'm going to throw our coaching staff so it's goalies and coaches on the same slide
1: I'm going to I'm just going to say this right out off the top this was really hard this is the hardest position because yeah. the
0: Arizona Cubs we've said this they've had really good goalies over time and, and you
1: can only pick three on the list yep. and one of them's an extra guy like when when, and, and you, I think I think you and I agree on this because we both got the opportunity to watch Nikolai Habibulin literally at the peak of his yep. career he was yep. in his prime and Unfortunately, the holdout and then the trade, it, it's too bad. I would have liked to have seen what he could have done with more longevity. Obviously, won a cup eventually in Tampa Bay, but that season before he was oh. gone, whoa, oh, he was so good. And this
0: team, he might have got over Detroit that year, but he gets hurt and Jimmy Waite had to close the gate and yeah.
1: he didn't. So, in in spite of all the considerable accomplishments of multiple other goaltenders, I have Nikolai Hobibuin and, and I stayed old school with my backup. Wow. I don't re- think people realize How good Sean Burke was when he was here. I believe he finished fourth in Hart Trophy voting one year. And MVP for the league. For the league. league. That's how good he was in the league. He was carrying this team. He was that good. Those are my two guys, but man, you can make an argument for multiple other guys. I've got Mike Smith, crazy enough, as my third goaltender. This is a guy who produced one of the best postseasons in NHL history. His save percentage was like 930 plus in that postseason. He was ridiculous. He was the reason they beat the Blackhawks. Without question, and literally every coyote on that roster will tell you that yeah. he beat the Blackhawks. Didn't have to do quite as much in Nashville, but he was ridiculous down the stretch when they won the Pacific Division, and then they 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 went on the only playoff run of the entire franchise's history. Yep.
0: I agree. I agree with all these, and we'll talk a little more goaltending in the next the next slide. But what you about when your you get coaches? To my
1: coaches. I mean, Tip oversaw the best run in Coyotes history. Yep. They made the playoffs three straight seasons. They went to the Western Conference Final. I don't know how you argue with that. And you set the rules for the ins- assistants. I knew I couldn't pick head coaches. Yeah, couldn't pick head so coaches as so. assistants. So sorry, Bear. I think people forget John Tortorella yeah, was John an assistant Tartorella? here. The John, the John Tortorella, the John Tortorella, still learning the ropes at that time. But I mean, obviously, was was building himself into a a, a coach <clears throat> that a lot of teams eventually chased he's had he's been the head coach in multiple spots and he, he earned his stripes here he was a terrific assistant coach here also a really personable guy i don't yeah. I, I keep saying this because people are like torts is an asshole and you know what sometimes he yeah. is but when you get one-on-one with this guys it's like you're talking to your favorite uncle
0: well the persona of john Tortorella hadn't b- been born yet yeah. meaning he he wasn't the guy that you see on tv in the media then he was jim schoenfeld was that guy yeah. he was the guy eat your donuts yelling oh, at the, to Karsky, Korsky, the referee. Yeah. Like so he. Was, Tortorella was the good cop to the bad cop of Jim Schoenfeld, so uh, he had he was a fantastic coach. And I also remember at that time there was only one real head assistant coach, Gordy yeah. um, Roberts was there, but they were they were a role now what you see lower down in the coaching depths. Then so there yeah. was a lot on Tortorella's plate. I mean there were there were two guys mm-hmm. on the bench, and it was there was uh, a lot for him to do. And I think he
1: fits there. And yeah. he was
0: the second guy you had on your list.
1: Yep. Newell Brown, Newell who Brown. oversaw the best run of power play, I think, in Coyote's history. Yeah. He's a power play phenom, right? He's, and, and, he's, and, and, and you think about what he did. He did it without great personnel. Yes. They did not have the personnel to be an elite power play unit, yet he made it happen. Newell Brown is a a student of the game. This is a guy who studies the game so much.
0: Yeah, and you look at when he was at at Anaheim, he had Pronger and Niedermeyer and those guys on his power play. Yeah, and Temos Alani. Right. And he comes here and guess what? Didn't have those guys. So I, I agree. That's what made him better. Let's go to my list of goalies. And this, as Craig mentioned, this is hard. So I put Nikolai, Nikolai Hobby Bullen. I didn't have Mike Smith on my original list. And then I started looking through numbers and what he did in that playoff run. His goals against average, career playoff goals against average for the Arizona Coyotes is 1.99. Like that, that is phenomenal. It's absurd. It's absurd. And so I had to vault him into that, but... In that same list, all-time wins for goalies is Ilya Bluzgolev. And yeah. none of us have him on our list. Yeah. We don't have Darcy Bush- Kemper on here. Darcy harder. Kemper f- he finishes h- tops in almost in top three in almost every category, including um save percentage. He's second behind Ranta. You know, you talk about players like uh, Curtis Joseph was here, Andy Ranta was here. Brian Boucher got five shutouts in a row to set a record that I don't think is ever going to get broken in the yeah. National Hockey League. Not on the list. Yep. I also put Sean Burke. We had the same three goals, just in a little different order. And the only reason Mike Smith jumped up to me is because he played the best when he needed to play his mm. best and put this team on his back for that playoff run in 2012. For the coaches, again, I went right with you. Dave Tippett, Tortorella, and Brown. And I threw in Rick Tockett because he did so many things with this so coaching team. Yeah, I did. Cheated it's he not again. fair. Okay. It's, okay. It's, I can do what I want to. Um, because because Rick Tockett, as an assistant coach, not as a head coach, but as an assistant coach under Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky was coaching for the first time yeah. And and um, I I think that Rick talk had helped to guide him in a direction. Can we throw up the the list of honorable mentions too? just some of the names? Um, did you get that list? OK, there was another list of the rest of the best. And I might not have sent it to you, but there's some other names that I think that we should mention. Just because, Craig, and we don't have to put them on the screen, but there's some other guys that yep. came up when we talked about the goalies—Brusgal, of Kemper, Joseph Renton, Boucher—but a couple of the defensemen I think that go long-term Coyotes. You talk about Goligoski and what he did, and he made the people around him better. Yeah. I don't think he belongs on the all-time team, but he made people better. And you go way back to Oleg Tevrekovsky when they first came to the Valley. Man, he was the real deal. He gets traded for Solani in um, coming over to the Valley. So I think he's a name we need to mention.
1: Um, anybody on the forward group jump out for you, Craig? Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, Max Domi was was a very promising forward when he first came up. Obviously, he's moved a lot since then, but he. he- he was emerging as we thought one of the stars of the future of this franchise, um, so probably deserves some mention. Oh, there's the list. We got the list up now. If you're watching, Peter on Mueller had a ridiculous rookie if season. If and Peter
0: Mueller continues where he was. Stays healthy. He might. He stays healthy. Yeah. He might be on the all-time list. Like his number of points in a, such a short period of time, he potentially could have been on that list of top players all time. Yeah. I don't know, Rick Tockett too. Was Rick a- Tockett, we didn't mention. The old school guys that didn't make this list were Rick Tockett Ta- Rick and Cliff Ronning. I look back at what they did yeah, uh, for Ronning. this team when they were really good and I thought a piece or two away from making a real run. Unfortunately, they just didn't, put it all together against the St. Louis Blues in the playoffs. But those are some of the names, that I some coaches I need to mention because I worked with them. I ran into Jim Schoenfeld at the, the ice den yesterday. My God, does he look good. And he's still scary. He's a big, <laughs> scary man. And then the list of assistants. we've You've interviewed him. You've been around him. Not just good coaches, but good people. Bonus, Al Samuelson, Scotty Allen, Johnny McLean. And Pat Conacher, I will tell this to Pat Conacher, who might be a forgotten assistant coach here, pulled me aside early in my career. I vividly remember were we were in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Pulled me into the room. He said, you're young. You need to make a choice do you want to have fun or do you want to work in the National Hockey League? He said, Ah. you need to make a choice. And it was after a Friday night in Toronto. Mm. Let the rest of the story unfold from there.
1: But I I made a choice. I should probably try to work and and make my way. Two names on there on the coaching list that that I had a hard time with. Rick Bonus, obviously, who's gone on to do a lot of things, Uh, has been a head coach in the NHL as well. And I think as a trivia coach and had to take over at, at some point for Bobby Francis as well. And then Dave King, who's just, who's knowledge of the game, right? And this is a guy who's... Who's got international experience, international knowledge? He understands the culture of hockey in multiple nations. He coached over in Russia for a while. Um, another guy that I just love to talk to about the game. So those would be two more names that I would want to mention. Well,
0: and it's it's time for Jack Adams. They've had two Jack Adams winners here in Arizona. If you want to bet on the preseason MGM, you need to go to Bet MGM and you need to sign up for the Bet MGM app. I call it my Magic Money Maker, <laughs> so I don't call it MGM. I call it MMM because I fire in college football. But don't forget, we talk about all the time, you can't win if you don't play. So download the BetMGM app. I literally, you don't have to spend what you can't spend. Just do... Leo Weenie bets on the BetMGM app. Use bonus code PHNX when you download it. Very important, PHNX when you download it. Place your first bet on the BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10, and you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wagers outcome. Check the show notes for full details. And now, listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877 8 y or text hope y 467 369 York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing, Casino, and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. And Craig alluded to it that I'm having a little problem with my navigation system inside my car, so my maps aren't actually telling me where I'm at, but it doesn't matter because there are Circle K's everywhere. (laughs) I don't need a map to find one. I just need to drive, and there will be one there, along with my Polar Pops and the cups that don't sweat and the snacks that we talk about, my orange slices that are still juicy and maybe contain vitamin C. Actually, they don't. Sorry, it's a snack. Um, Join the Circle K Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit Circle K.com for details and With that inner circle, you get discounts on gas. It's an amazing app. Download it right now. Become part of the Circle K inner circle. I know both of us have. Craig,
1: we want to talk about what you have coming up on at PHNX. I was going to say, speaking of things that people should become a part of, they should become a part of the PHNX community because we have so much exclusive content. You've seen the litany of content that Petey's been rolling out lately. Uh, On the ice with Clayton Keller recently, that, that was an incredibly popular piece. Uh, on the heels of some other popular pieces as well. PD does town halls in our Discord. We have exclusive content. We have merch. We have so much for you if you become a diehard. But join the community. Give us a taste. You can just go to the website and read some of the free content that we have. I've got a piece up right now, a Q&A with Andrew Ladd, who Thanks. announced his uh, retirement earlier this week. We knew it was coming. Um, his contract with the counties had run out. But I talked to him a lot about the work he's doing with kids. It's such important work. I don't do these kinds of stories a lot, Petey, but when it's when it's so clear that a guy is all in on it, it's deeply personal and it's so important to him, that's the time. And then, then I look at the type of work he's doing. It's so important to teach these kids how to manage the mental side of the game, how to, how to get through all the problems in their life. Teach them early so that they can navigate that. That's what Andrew Ladd's doing. So really encourage you to go read that.
0: Yep, and, and find all of this at gophnx.com, become a part, become a diehard, become a part of this great community. That's it for this crazy Thursday. We took a step back in time, and go ahead and drop it in the Discord if you're a diehard what you think the all-time Coyote's roster should look like. Leave comments here on the YouTube channel. Let us know who you have. Yeah, and who's better? We'll tweet this both lists out so you can comment on all of our social medias. You can follow us at PHNX underscore Coyotes. You can follow me at S.PetersHockey, at Craigis Morgan at Sean underscore DePaz. Behind the Mac, as always, thanks for joining us today. Catch us every day live on the PHNX YouTube channel. We'll see you next time on PHNX.